0: we we'll take our text this evening from St. Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. This evening we will look at instructions and warnings from the Word of God. When I fly, uh, we are always given some instructions and warnings before we take off. Once they close the door on the airplane, the pilot's getting ready to back away from the gate, the stewardess comes on. To give us some instructions. Some of those instructions are uh, some warnings in case of emergencies. They tell us how to uh, fasten our seat belt and unfasten our seat belt. They tell us that if we need an oxy- oxygen. Uh, that there will be an oxygen mask fall from the the ceiling above where we're sitting at. And uh, the section of the plane that I sat in, there's always three seats. They say there will be four masks that fall down. So if you have a child, uh, you put your mask on first and then put your child's mask on. I don't know what would happen if you had two children, but they never tell you that. They tell you where the life jackets are at, in case there's a water landing. And they tell you where the emergency exits are at. Another thing they do is, uh, the emergency exits about the middle of the plane. Uh, there's people that sat in those rows. And so, uh, they go back there, and they tell them they're set in an emergency row. And in case of emergency emergency, uh, they need to help out with getting everybody off the plane. And so they ask each person individually, I need a yes if you're willing to do that. And they look at each one waiting for a yes. I wonder how serious those people really are when they say yes. On a recent flight, I was just on. I was a row or two behind the exit row. And uh, when we landed, I got up to get off the plane. And uh, there's a gentleman sitting uh, right by the exit window in that seat there. And I looked at him, and I looked at that exit window uh, or door. And I thought, I wonder if he could even get out that. Exit if he needed to get out that exit. But you know, one other thing I've noticed is that uh, from where I sit, I look around to see who is paying any attention to the instructions and the warnings, and I very seldom ever see anyone that is paying any attention. So I wondered why, but I think I have the answer. You know, they're not concerned. They don't think anything's going to happen. So they don't pay any attention. That or, in my case, I've heard it over and over and over. And there's times, especially on early morning flights, that uh, I miss a takeoff because I went back to sleep. But if I knew something was really going to happen on that flight, I'd be awake and alert. One flight we were on a while back, before they started making the announcement, they said, did anybody lose this? And then he laughed and says, now that we have your attention. See, they did something different and got people's attention we know the Word of God is full of instructions and warning signs. We need to listen up to the instructions from the Word of God. In the Word of God we have instructions on how we should live, how we should work, places we go, the things we do. There's instructions on how to make heaven our home. We're thankful for all these instructions. There's also warning signs in the Word of God that we need to pay attention to. We need to be prepared. We need to get ready. We need to be ready. We need to stay ready for what is coming. Because the Word of God uh, lets us know that this world is not going to just continue on year after year after year. Is a, there is a day coming when god 's going to tell Jesus to go get his children, and there 's going to be a trumpet sound, and to hear that trumpet sound, we have to be in tune. we have to be alert, we have to be saved. We need to be serving the Lord. We need to be listening for the trumpet to sound. Our text, these two verses here, it starts out, Enter ye in at the straight gate. These are words of Jesus. These are instructions from Jesus. Enter ye in at the straight gate. And I read that yesterday, and I thought, why? Why why did Jesus say that? Enter ye in at the straight gate. Well, we can skip down to the next verse, and the answer's right there. It says, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. We won't find it. It's a straight way. It's a narrow way. But it's a way that leads unto life eternal. So we won't enter in. And we enter in by being saved. By having our sins forgiven. But the other part of that verse, verse 13, Jesus says, For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be in, many there be which go in there at. So there's, a, there's another way. There's two ways. The straight and narrow, or the broad way. We won't be on the straight and narrow. These are instructions, really, these are warnings for us from Jesus that we don't want to be on the broad way. It says it leads to destruction. And that is eternal destruction. So we want to, uh, heed these warnings here. Uh, we won't make heaven our home. Uh, back in the Old Testament, the prophet Amos, uh, gave a warning. It was only five words long. He said, prepare to meet thy God. That's a warning. That's a warning for us today. That we need to be prepared to, To stand before God. There's a judgment day coming. And we won't get that taken care of before that day. But there's a day coming where man will stand before God. And give an account for the way they lived. And it says, Scripture tells us that man will be speechless. You know, people can have lots of excuses today. Why they don't come to church. Why don't they, they don't serve the Lord? Why they're doing what they're doing? But on that day, on that judgment day, as they hear, as God looks into those books and looks at the sins in their lives, He says they'll be speechless. Because there was some time in their life, God made Himself real to them. They knew that God was real, and they rejected it. But there is a day that they will stand before God and give account for the way they lived, for the way they rejected Him. Some more verses in the 7th chapter of Matthew, uh, down to verse 24, some more words of Jesus. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. So what Jesus is saying here, everyone that heareth his words, the ones that apply them, the ones that are listening, the ones that are doing what Jesus is saying, then they're building their life upon a a sure foundation. But the ones that have heard it and rejected it, turned it aside, whatever excuse they had, they, they didn't uh, serve the Lord. It says they'd be like a person building a house upon the sand. And when the storms of life came along, when the rain came, the floods came, the house fell. It says great was the fall of it. We won't have a spiritual strong foundation. We, we won't be building our lives up on that sure foundation, that solid rock, Christ Jesus. We sang about that solid rock tonight. Uh, we won't be prepared for uh, what is coming uh, to this world. Uh, there are things coming to this world that we haven't seen before. And we won't be prepared and ready for that, uh, those warning signs in the Word of God. We won't be ready for them uh, when they come. In the sixth chapter of Matthew, uh, begin at verse nineteen. Uh, another warning sign. Uh, here again, just some uh, sermon from uh, Jesus. It says, uh, "Lay not your, lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth." where moth and death doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What's the most important thing in your life tonight? Is it serving the Lord? says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. We won't have our treasures uh, with eternity's values in view. Sure, as we go through life, we need to go to school. We have a lot of young people here tonight. You're in school. You're going to be in school very shortly here. After school, there's jobs. There's life. All those things are important. It's things we need to do. But the most important thing we won't keep focused on the Lord that, that, that is the greatest treasure in all the world uh, yes we need to support ourselves uh, but we need to be focused on the Lord uh, more than anything else in this life we only up those treasures in heaven 5th chapter of James gives us instructions uh, for when we are sick And and we we apply these verses, and they work. It says, Any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. The instructions here are to, to call for prayer. And many of us have done that over the years, some many, many times. But we have proved the Lord as, as we come according to the Word of God, according to the instructions from the Word of God, and, and asked to be prayed for when we're sick. The the Lord is there. The Lord touches. The Lord heals. Not always instantly. There have been times when people have been healed instantly. But the Lord heals. The Lord undertakes for our situations, back in the Matthew seventh chapter, verses seventy-seven and eight, are a couple instructions with promises. It says, "Ask, and it shall be given you; seek, and you shall find; knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth." And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. So we just kind of take this verse and just say, Ask and receive. Seek and find. Knock and it will be opened. So we can do that tonight. Uh, whatever you need from the Lord. The Lord is here. The Lord wants to give it to you tonight. As you come in faith believing and, and just lay your life out before the Lord. Tell, tell the Lord what you need tonight. It, it doesn't make any difference what it is. If you need to be saved tonight, that's the most important thing you could ask for. But if you need your deeper experience, if you're not feeling good tonight, if you have decisions that are facing you, give it to the Lord. Just ask, knock, and seek, and the Lord will answer your prayer. So we're going to have a time to pray, and let's stand and sing a song. We invite you to come and pray.